Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Car Thoughts, episode 53. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, my previous two interviews. And, uh, you know, hey, I think I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> um, really helps for the interview people that, uh, that I've, you know, done so far, the two that I've done so far, people I know, so that kind of really helps a lot makes it a lot more smooth transaction, you know, as far as, uh, you know, understanding, you know, how to talk to somebody on an interview, because I've never really done that before. So, at any rate, thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting. My numbers are jumping up as far as my listeners. I've noticed a pretty, pretty huge gain there, and, um, and yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just been fantastic. I really, really am excited that more people are listening, that you guys are are out there and you're, you're spreading the word. Word is spreading. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this show with me. And what I want to talk to you guys about today is marketing. And uh, marketing on little or no budget. Marketing on um, little or no time. You know, because, you know, when you're starting out as an entrepreneur, you're, you're an army of one, so to speak. You know, you're out there doing everything yourself, you know, unless you've got, you know, a business partner or something like that. But even though, you know, you're still a small group, you know, so you've got to use every minute you can to the best of your ability. You've got to... Um, you know, make everything count as much as you can. And, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm terrible at marketing the show. So what I started doing was actually set up auto posts through um, a website called If This Then That, IFTTT.com. And so if you follow me on Twitter... You'll notice that I have three posts that go out every single day like clockwork. One advertises my mother's business because um, I try and help her out wherever I can with her uh, crocheting and handmade goods uh, business. Uh, one shares about my blog, uh, thecomputerlinguist.wordpress.com. And the third one advertises the show. Um, now it advertises... It advertises a smart list, which has links to everywhere you can listen to my show. The Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon uh, sites that you can reach me on. So that's the link that it gives you. But it talks about the show, it advertises the show, and then it has that link for my, um, my social media links. So all the show links, where you can find it, all of the... Um, you know, all of the ways you can reach me on social media. And I post that out every day. So I made that post up, typed it up into Twitter, submitted it, looked at it, said, okay, yeah, that's how I want it to look. And then took that, that, you know, message and copied and pasted it into the If This Then That website and set it up on a timer. So every day, at a certain time, each one of those tweets would go out 
So, you know, that is the way I do it. I also have an auto post for um, Blogger, which I don't even know if anyone actually really even uses that in the U.S. Um, I just set up a Blogger account and was like, okay, well, I'm going to use this to advertise. And if anyone's on Blogger, maybe they'll they'll notice, uh, you know, they'll notice it. So, okay, so I got that. And I've also got auto posts for Tumblr and a few other social media. They really, I'm trying to figure out how to use like Tumblr because I see tons of people posting stuff on Tumblr all the time, but I don't think I've yet to have, I think one thing that I've ever posted because when I, you know, I've said before uh, on my WordPress site, It auto-blasts out to like seven different social medias and Tumblr's one of them. But I think in all the years, or all the months, sorry, all the years, I'm not that far yet. All the months that I've been posting to Tumblr, I think I've only ever gotten one click back that ended up hitting my blog. Out of over 150 posts one time and when I went to Tumblr, I realized that people could pretty much read my full post. So, but I've not really had anybody reading my full posts either. So I think somebody clicked on mine by accident, to be honest with you. I don't know. Because it just seems kind of odd that I got one post. I don't have anybody following me. I don't have really any clicks on any of the content I'm putting out. And yet, one of mine actually made it through and somebody clicked on it. So, like I said, I think that might have been a mistake. But, you know, since it's automated and everything that goes from my blog goes straight to Tumblr and I've got the auto posts going on to advertise the podcast, you know, what it is what it is. I really don't, um, don't care. One thing that I think has helped, you know, as far as advertising goes, which I'm looking to find a way to do more with this, is I'm actually posting like a brief synopsis and... Um, a link to the morning episode uh, on my blog for my podcast. I think that's helped uh, propel my listenership somewhat. Um, I'd like to automate that. Uh, I just got to figure out how to do it. Um, Because I know I can share the links out via Facebook and Twitter. I just got to figure out, you know, what the thing is. And I might just need to write up what the episodes are going to be about. And then just post a link to the podcast itself, not to the individual episode. Because obviously when people go for that particular post on that particular day to the Anchor site, to my profile, the first episode they're going to see is going to be my most recent episode. So that might be what I do instead and then that way I can just do like a daily auto post you know check out my latest episode and um, you know something like that I don't know I'm trying not to automate too much obviously because I want people to realize that I'm a real person of course you guys know that because you're listening to me but I'm just throwing out ideas 
and letting you guys know like some ways you can do things to help you advertise without needing you know to be out there banging down doors you can you can target your advertising and do customized stuff but for the sake of consistency um you know you definitely want to have something that's out there saying hey i'm still here guys every day um so that people realize that that you are um you know you are still valid you you are still you know out there and that people need to whatever your product is whatever it is you're trying to do be it a podcast a blog uh, you know whatever make sure you're posting something every day you're out there every day um and uh you know be active in the comments you know but by having some of those auto posts to take some of the stress off of what you're doing you can be more active in the comments because you're like okay well i don't have to post a comment today about my show or about this or about that i can i can focus on these other things that are more important you know because the best way to you know make people aware of what you're doing and to get them interested in what you're doing is to engage with them and in in the engagement you know i'm finding that okay that is what i want to do so the automated menial you know like hey guys check out my podcast thanks so much um part of it that i'm posting on social media I can relegate that to a computer and let it post that. That way I can take time to actually respond to messages and interact with you guys, if that makes sense. Um, like, for instance, on my 30 Days of Video Challenge that I'm doing on Twitter uh, through Carthots Dave, um, you know, I've actually had a couple people reach out to me and say, hey, you know, good job, or, you know, it's so brave of you to do that, I couldn't. I couldn't ever do that. You know, I've had some people post or, you know, comment on my videos and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I've actually got time to do this, you know? And so I responded back thanking them and, and, uh, you know, that's what, that's what the important part of your business should be. It should be those human things that you can do and the plugging your show or plugging your blog you know, that can be automated, because if you're trying to send the same message, a consistent message to people, then let a computer do it, you know, um, it's a free service, if this, then that, it has over five or six hundred things that you can set up to automate everything from web posts to smart plugs and having to make your coffee, getting, uh, text messages from the CDC about a zombie outbreak, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you can set up, it's very customizable, um, but yeah, so I do that and it helps, you know, cause I don't have to worry as much about the little advertising stuff. I just have to worry about the bigger advertising stuff. And eventually, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, buckle down. And if I want the show to really take off, you know, through beyond word of mouth, I'll have to, you know, actually probably bring, either bring somebody on or hire a company to put out some adverts for me. Um, I tried Facebook ads because Facebook offered me 30, 
think it was $30 that they gave me to try out Facebook ads if I just linked like a PayPal or a credit card or whatever. And so I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll try it. And, um, you know, I basically just, I picked one of my posts about the show and blew the whole 30 bucks on it. They're like, you can reach 60,000 people. And I was like, well, that sounds fun. And um, out of that entire week that that ad ran, um, I want to say I had like 20 impressions maybe out of 60,000 people. Um, So obviously I didn't know enough about the advertising stuff to make an ad that was compelling enough to draw people in apparently. But, you know, it was still a good learning experience. and, And I've heard people say that Facebook ads aren't really the best thing to use anyway, but I was like, well, I've got $30 that they're going to give me for free. Why not at least try it? You know, I can't, I'm not losing any money by advertising and, um, you know, maybe I'll actually gain some money. But as you know, from what I just told you, that didn't work. So, you know, I don't know that I'd do another Facebook ad unless I had a pretty gosh darn good reason to do so, you know, it'd have to be a pretty compelling reason, um, it was cool seeing, you know, my show pop up, like, on my wife's phone, as far as an ad and Instagram, that was really cool to see it, but, you know, to get actually no, known benefit from it, you know, that was, that was what, uh, what was hard, and that's what advertising is, I mean, you throw throw out, you know, a bunch of darts out there and you advertise to a bunch of people and you don't know if any of it's going to come back and be like, oh yeah, this this really worked. I mean, I guarantee you that no advertising agency in the country has ever known whether their ads were going to work 100% or not. You know, and I'm not just talking about, you know, small stuff like my, my little podcast here. I'm talking about big stuff like ads for for, you know, Apple or ads for, you know, Adidas or things like that. You know, nobody knows that what they're going to do is going to be successful. Like, I guarantee you the guys that came up with the Budweiser Frogs back in the in the 80s for the Super Bowl commercial had no idea if that ad would resonate, and especially not on the level that it did. And if anybody tries to tell you otherwise, they're lying because, you know, that became a, a cultural phenomenon back then, I mean, there were shirts, I mean, everybody, I mean, I even heard people talking about it in church, and it's like, okay, (laughs) you know, um, so, you know, it was, it was literally everywhere, it was on almost everybody's lips, no matter where you went, people were talking about the Budweiser Frogs, so, you know, that's the key to, is, you you don't know if it's going to work or not, but you've got to, you know, Sometimes you just got to experiment. And like I said, I had heard that Facebook ads weren't great and that nobody should waste money. And these were from people that ran ad agencies that nobody should waste money on Facebook ads. I was like, well, I'm not actually wasting money. It's not my money. Um, So I don't feel so bad about it. You know, I'll give it a shot. Why not? And, uh, you know, it didn't pan out. But, hey, I learned. And, okay, yeah, they're right. I, and I didn't lose any money, so I could afford to find out if they're right or not. So, 
but yeah, I mean, and and social media is so crucial. Is you got to have a product, and I think the reason why, because I've heard this from a couple people now that are unfamiliar with my show, and I tell them the title. I think the reason why is because people don't actually know what my show's about, or they may be disappointed when they listen to it and find out that it has nothing to do with cars at all. Well, that's not 100% true. It has a lot to do with the car because I'm sitting in my car right now driving around um, talking to you guys. But um, I've heard two or three people mention like, oh, you know, my brother or my uncle or my friend is really huge into cars. I think they'd really like your podcast. I'm like, yeah, my podcast doesn't have anything to do with cars. It has to do with the, the latter, the thoughts part. I just happen to be in my car when I record it, and that's where I came up with the name. So I think I need to come up with a way to make it blatantly aware, or, or uh, blatantly aware, blatantly obvious that, you know, the only reason car is in the title is because, you know, it's uh, it's where I do almost all of my recordings. There are a few times I've recorded in my home, you know, just because... You know, I just didn't have any reason to be in my car. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as my buddy Tariq pointed out, you know, the car's part of the show. The sounds the car makes, you know, the air conditioner, things like that, are part of the show to him. And he misses them when they're not there. So I think I'll just, even if I just drive around the block or something, maybe... Uh, you know, just hop in my car, drive around the block for 20 minutes, and then, or, you know, go McDonald's or something, I don't know, something, and, and do that. But yeah, so I, there's this perception of my show that I'm a car, um, you know, doing a car show, like, oh, you know, this, uh, you know, this is, these type of mods, or these, you know, upgrades you can do, or changing out this air filter will increase your horsepower by X you know, that type of stuff, and so I've got to figure out a way to market away from that while keeping the title, um, because, uh, you know, I, I intend to do this show for a while, I'm not going to just jump ship and start a new show, um, until I've, you know, had this one going for a while, I mean, you know, and I may not do that even at all, you know, if the show becomes big enough, there'd be no reason that, you know, because word of mouth would have done it, but, if things don't grow or I still have that, I don't figure out a way to disassociate. <clears throat> I'm not talking about car repairs or car upgrades. You know, I may have to eventually, you know, in a year or two, be like, okay, well, the show was good. I haven't really seen any massive growth, so I'm going to change things up. Because I know of several podcasters have done that. They've went and started other shows <clears throat> because they felt that the you know, importance of their show, the, um, the reach of their show had waned, and it was time to move on to something else, and so, you know, that's always something that, you know, I kind of think about, because of the fact that, you know, I don't know how long I'll be able to do this theme of show, and of course, if it, if it evolves and becomes more about interviews or more about other things, you know, obviously, I want the show's title to be 
indicative of that, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm still figuring a lot of this stuff out, as you guys know. I mean, if anyone who's been listening to me since the beginning, I'm sure you've noticed a change in the show. You've noticed a change in how I how I speak on the show. You've noticed, you know, a change in my attitude, I'm sure. Um, like I said, I've not went back and listened to any of the episodes myself. Because um, <clears throat> I don't want to sit there and cringe the whole time. Um, recently, uh, you know, somebody posted like, hey, you know, share your first video that you did, uh, that you put out. Share it with everybody so you can encourage people to, that, you know, your first video is supposed to suck. And it took me a while to find it because I've been posting so much over the last couple of months. Thank goodness I didn't start doing video last year. I doubt I would have ever found it. Um, unless I just copied the link for posterity's sake, but yeah, I'm sitting there watching myself on video, just like, oh gosh, did I really look and sound like that? Ugh, man, you know, that's, that's terrible. I was so, you know, timid and so nervous, and you could see it in my body language, and, you know, it was like, okay, well, yeah, here we go. (laughs) Um, But I shared it. You know, but that was only a five-minute video. I mean, I think my first podcast was 20-something minutes, and it's just like, I would be like, oh, man, was I really that awkward? Was I really that, um, you know, nervous? You know, because I can hear it in my voice. I mean, I'm sure you guys can too, but, you know, me being me and knowing me as well as I do, I would just be sitting there the whole time like, wow, that's terrible, you know, so eventually I'll go back and listen to the episodes, I'm sure, but, but, I mean, I know when I post them that I've said what I wanted to say, um, that I've got out what I wanted to, to, to reach you guys with, and so I don't have any reason to change things very often, I mean, sometimes I'll roll back if there's like a loud noise or, or, you know, like a really loud, um, situation going on outside like I just had one (laughs) there was a train and I was like okay this is really super loud and annoying let me roll back a couple seconds and kind of re-record this but for the most part as far as what I'm saying I'm trying to say the same thing I just said it's just a matter of okay let's redo this and I had to wait until I stopped um so let's redo this let's let's clear out because you know this background noise is ridiculous and, um, you know, so yeah, so that's really the only editing I do, and it's kind of on the fly. I just roll back to before the noise started and then try and recount what I just said as best that I can. So, so yeah, I mean, that's really my advice is is just be you, be real, you know, don't edit yourself, don't, you know, don't think that people won't resonate with what you're saying. I mean, because, you know, everybody has a different experience. But if I were to edit what I was saying and tell you, like, you know, because I'm not doing, like, a professional show yet. I'm not I'm not that level. You know, granted, if I was doing a professional show, yeah, I'd maybe have to cut and edit some stuff. But this is just my random thoughts. This is just me being me and talking to you guys and sharing what I've learned and what I picked up and talking to you know, now talking to other people and just sharing stories and, 
you know, like talking about the, the distracted driving with cell phones, you know, I don't touch my cell phone when I'm driving, you know, but at the same time, you know, I realize that that is not what causes all of these traffic accidents. It's a contributing factor, but it's not the end all be all that all traffic accidents spawn from. But I hear so many people saying, oh, look at that wreck. Oh, they must have been on their cell phone. Well, yeah, well, we had drunk drivers. We had all these other things that people were doing getting into traffic accidents long before cell phones existed. So I don't like generalizing things. I don't like saying, well, okay, well, this is the one-size-fits-all answer as far as why this happened. You know, it's the same thing with generations. I don't like generalizing generations and saying, oh, you know, oh, millennials are lazy or whatever, you know, things like that. I don't generalize generations. I don't believe in those types of generations or stereotypes because every situation, every person is different. Every person is unique. Every person's situation is unique. So that is um, where that comment yesterday came from was just simply like, listen, accidents happened. You know, that is, you know, cell phones only, you know, made it more common for accidents to happen, but accidents were still happening and they were still escalating. Um, I mean, where I live at, there's an, there's an intersection where there are over 40, and this was before cell phones were common. This was the t- statistic in this one intersection in Gastonia, North Carolina, that there were over 46,000 traffic incidences in this one intersection per year. 46,000. You know, that's a five-digit number. And this was before cell phones were prevalent. That was the statistic. So, (laughs) 46,000 traffic instances where somebody was either, you know, from minor to major accidents. And by minor, I mean somebody not slowing down enough in time and tapping somebody's bumper and putting a scratch on it. All the way to, there was one where the um the car was going too fast into the turn hit the curb flipped over the curb and landed in the parking lot of the bank that was right there on the corner and thankfully didn't hit anybody else cuz the bank was closed at the time but yeah just like hit the curb with so much force that it actually flipped the car like it was some hollywood stunt and this was before cell phones <laughs> So, you know, well, I mean, there were flip phones, but they didn't have cameras or anything like that. But, yeah, so this was back then, and that was uh, that was just the point I was trying to get across. So, I mean, definitely don't touch your cell phone. I don't use mine, except for I plug in my headphones and I talk. But like I said in the show yesterday, I'm talking to myself. If I'm not listening to an audiobook or listening to music, I'm talking to myself in the car anyway, so I'm not really distracted. The only difference is that I'm actually recording it, you know. So, um, so yeah. So, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you learned something from this. Um, you know, and, and definitely thank you guys for supporting the show, for listening every day. Um, you know, because you guys make this possible. You guys give me the motivation to keep going because I'm seeing that people are listening to the show. So with that. I'm going to leave you guys with Car Thoughts Out. Hey, everybody. 
David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.